I just want to remind you how important it is as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, to get to a couple of live events really important events every year. And I know you're selective about that. I hope that you're selective about that because it's your time, it's your energy, it's a flight, it's a hotel, but it is so powerful to be in a room of like-minded people, especially when you have incredible experts who want to share with you not just what to do, but how to do it. We are holding our live Marketing Impact Academy live event on October 14th through the 16th. Our events are legendary. They're so fun. And I don't invite an expert onto my stage unless they come with an action plan so that the people in the audience don't leave feeling motivated, but also overwhelmed or confused by like, okay, so now what was I supposed to do now that I'm home and unpacking my suitcase? Like, what was I supposed to do? So every single speaker comes with an action plan. This year's expert lineup covers every area of social media. You're going to hear how you can learn to multipurpose so much of your content, spend less time creating content and delivering it out to multiple channels all at once. This year, we're also going to help you understand how to manage all of this because social media and becoming an entrepreneur has become so much bigger. There's so much more work to be done. There's so many more opportunities. And I know that's part of your overwhelm. Like there's so much to do, but I'm only one person and I can't afford to hire help. Yes, you can. And we're going to walk you through that process. We're going to tell you where to find people, how to find them, how to get them set up, like so that everything that you're learning at this conference, you're also going to understand how to manage it, how to scale it, and how to make more but work less. It's a party. It's super fun. If this is your very first live event, that's even cooler. You're just going to love it. Listen, don't take my word for it. I want you to go check it out. I put a link right at the top of our show notes. So just scroll up on the art. You'll see a link, shaleen.com forward slash MIA live. 247, like 247, M I A Live 247, Shaleen.com forward slash M I A Live 247. If you're a Marketing Impact Academy member and you want your special discount, be sure to check your emails. If you don't find an email, you can always reach out to us, operations at shaleenjohnson.com. All right, let's do it. On this edition of Quick Tip Tuesday for Build Your Tribe, I'm going to share exactly what I do to minimize email. Like, I think you're going to be shocked. Maybe you've heard this before. I go into my inbox once a week, maybe. I'm going to explain how that's possible. (laughs) Trust me. People get a reply, but I don't go in my inbox. I will explain. I'm also going to share some tips with you on how you can minimize your own email overload if the technique and strategy that I'm using feels too extreme or it's just not within your budget at the moment. I totally get it, and that's why I'm going to give you some of my best tips, the things that I did before I did the thing that I do now. All right, let's do it. First and foremost is you need two separate accounts. You need one account for business and one account for your personal. So that's an account that maybe you're using to send private messages to friends and family members. This should be the email address that you use when you're buying things that are personal. This is the email address that you use for everything that doesn't relate to business. And most importantly... Anything that's personal, anything that you wouldn't want a staff or a virtual assistant or somebody else reading should be in your personal account. It's not hard to do. 
And in fact, you can just set up another Gmail account that's now your personal account. I use the word personal or private somewhere in the actual Gmail name so that I know that it is and people know that it is and it's a way for you to remember that it is a personal account. And when you first start doing this, you can actually set up a mail rule so that those emails automatically get forwarded to your business account. And now what you're thinking, wait a second, doesn't that completely defeat the purpose? It does if you forward the emails and then you don't do anything with those emails by setting up triggers so that messages that are just from your personal email account, those go into a separate folder. And the only reason why I'm having you do this is because some of you who are easily distracted, opening up a separate email tab, like going into two separate accounts means that you've got twice the places that are giving you anxiety and you're just going to let one or the other pile up and you'll never look at them. And now you've got like these two areas that are giving you total anxiety. Okay. If that's the case, well, then what I think you should do is you forward your personal emails to your business account, but you set up triggers and rules so that any email that is labeled personal, private, whatever you label it as, goes into a separate folder. And in that folder, then you can sort things accordingly if they're just spam, etc., order confirmations, but you know that the personal ones, they don't affect your business. That's the main issue. Most entrepreneurs combine both personal and business not by using two separate email addresses, but just by giving the same email address to everyone. And therefore, every single email that comes in feels like it's work-related, even if it's just a dumb forward that your dad sent to you about some stupid thing you saw on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like Everything isn't urgent, and it is work and entrepreneurship that we need to set some boundaries around. And so if all of our emails are going into the same inbox... And creating that fight or flight response in us, then we're not doing ourselves any favors. The problem just gets bigger and messier and more cluttered. And it's kind of like decluttering your home. Before you start decluttering, you need to make sure that every item in your house has an intended home. So you know where to find it. You know where things go. So before setting up this separate email Think to yourself about, all right, if I'm setting up a personal email account, what kinds of things are not urgent and don't relate to my business so I can start using this email address for those things? That way, all those emails can default to a personal folder that allows you to look at things after hours, maybe on the weekends. You just know it's not urgently related to your business which will allow you to better prioritize the use of your time. The other reason why I really want you to get in the habit of setting up these two separate email addresses is because when I share with you what I do, the only way it will work is if you you start the process now of having a personal email account that no one, including your virtual assistant, can see. It's just for you. It's maybe where you send medical records or it's if you need to have a conversation that's very private and you don't need anyone else to see it or maybe you don't want your virtual assistant knowing about your personal shopping habits or whatever you're using your email for. You definitely want to separate those. Step two is going to be a little harder for some of you than others, but I'm telling you, (laughs) I've been giving this advice for so long, it freaking works. Teach people that you are not email reactive. Let me repeat that. Teach people that you are not email reactive. Now, there are people right now that you and I both know, if you sent them a quick email, within minutes, you're getting a reply. And then there are also those people who you send them an email and you might not hear back from them for a week or until you prompt them 
a second time. Now, if you are one of those people that responds immediately and it really drives you crazy when other people don't respond immediately, you are likely a slave to your email. You now have a reputation of of being someone who responds very quickly and responds to everything, even if it's a, yep, got it, no problem. Even if it doesn't require a response, for some reason, it feels like it's just hanging there. It's a hanging chad. If you don't say something, well, you probably have 10 times more inbox email than what you need to. So one of the best time-saving tips I can tell you is to stop replying. Doing this basically forces people to figure things out without you having to jump in and constantly save the day. It also shows people that their agenda is secondary to your own. When you're immediately responding and being reactive to whatever's in your inbox, that means you're constantly interrupting your day, interrupting your flow of thought, interrupting your own personal agenda or whatever's a priority for you to address or respond to someone else's. My next suggestion for you is to restrict your access or your temptation to check your inbox. So for me, that meant that I removed my email from my phone. That was my first step. I had to just take that app off of my phone. Now, if you can't do that, then at least try to hide the app. Another tip is to give yourself specific times each day that you're willing to check or you're going to give yourself permission to check your inbox. And ideally, you should do these things or check your inbox at times where it's not going to disrupt your own workflow. I understand that there are certain times where you have to be or at least you feel as though you have to keep checking back your inbox to see if a certain person responded before you can move forward on a project, let's say. But if you're doing that and you're not sorting your inbox according to that sender's name, then what you're doing is opening yourself up again to allow any other email to hijack your priorities. My next tip is to give somebody permission to keep you accountable. Now, if you're a solopreneur, if you're an entrepreneur who works with a small team, give someone permission to help keep you accountable, not to police you, but just kind of, you know, when they see you on your phone, just Give them permission to say like, okay, you're not checking emails, are you? You can always tell when someone's checking their emails. It's just a different look that's on your face versus when you're scrolling TikTok. So make sure it's the right person, not someone who you're going to get annoyed with or someone who you already have this contentious relationship where whenever you're on their phone, whenever you're on your phone, it bothers them. Give it to somebody who will help you make this important change. Imagine that you could essentially guarantee that your customers will see what you have to say. With simple texting, reaching your customers doesn't need to be hard. While email marketing and social media posts are only read by a fraction of your audience, text messages, on the other hand, have a 98% open rate. Better yet, 94% of texts are read within the first hour after being delivered. That's crazy. Simple texting makes it easy, fast, and affordable to reach lists of contacts, have two-way conversations, and even send automated responses. Also, there are so many ways that you can use texting, whether it's to set up appointment reminders, announce sales, run polls, text for info, text to win competition, send files, and pretty much anything else that you can think of. Plans start at $29 per month, but you can try out simple texting free for 14 days and see what happens when your audience doesn't ignore your message. It only takes a few minutes to create your account and start sending. Get 500 free credits today by texting the word TRIBE, T-R-I-B-E, to 833-2-TRY-SMS. Again, that's 833, the number 2, 
Try SMS. My next suggestion is to communicate your intentions. So let your team, let the people know, maybe it's a consultant you work with or a group of people, let people know who you email with the most that this is your intention, that your email inbox and your management of it have gotten to a place where in order to be effective and to be highly productive, you need to make certain changes. And ask for people's cooperation. Ask for people to, before they hit send, ask if it really needs a reply all to let them know if it's an emergency and you cannot get a hold of me, here's my cell phone number, call me. If I don't need to be included, please don't CC me on that. If it's something you can handle yourself, please do so. Let's all do this for each other. Also know that I will only be checking my emails on, you can say what days or what time of day, but just let people know that you're going to be less available by email. Just doing that I probably should have given you that step first. Just doing that is going to dramatically decrease your email inbox for a period of time. But eventually people forget or eventually you forget and let your old habits come back in to play and and then we just get mad and resentful. So the key is being consistent and embracing this reputation. So now I want to get into my strategy. And this really relates to, again, reputation. I remember hearing an interview with Oprah Winfrey and thinking about how powerful she was, how many different businesses and departments and people and staff and consultants that probably needed input from her every single day. In this interview she had done, it was this many years ago, she said, I don't even have an email address. And I remember thinking, how is that even possible? How's that possible? Like, don't people get mad at her? But how can you get mad at her if she just doesn't have an email? Even if you do get mad at her, You still want to do business with her. So you've got to figure out how to accommodate. That created a total mind shift for me. Now, as you know, I have attention deficit disorder. Email is my nemesis. I have a very, very difficult time not replying to each and every person, sticking to my own agenda when I open my inbox. So it got to a point where despite all of my best efforts, it was still killing my productivity every single day. And I knew I had to adopt some form of this Oprah methodology. And the very first hurdle I had to get over was my desire to please people. I didn't want to think of anyone saying like, you know, I sent her an email three days ago and she still hasn't replied. If I thought I disappointed somebody, that just felt horrible. But that desire to immediately be available to everybody and be a people pleaser was killing my productivity as well as my mental health. So here's what I did. I hired a virtual assistant to be in charge of my inbox, my business inbox. This takes some time, it takes some dedication, and it takes commitment. It means that initially you can't just turn everything over to them because they don't know how to reply as you. They don't know if they should be replying as you. They don't have the ability yet until they're well-trained to understand what things are a priority and what things are irrelevant and can be deleted. So it does take a period of a, maybe a month or so, maybe maybe longer, but usually within a month, someone begins to understand who are the important people who we need to reply to quickly, and then you develop a communication style. So for me, with my assistant, Rachel, she replies as herself on my behalf. She'll say, hey, this is Rachel. I'm Shalene's assistant. Shalene doesn't check emails but I will be certain to update her in our communication later today. So she's letting that person know like, hey, here's a response. So she's replying to them. The person gets an immediate reply, but it's not from me. 
And she's letting them know that I will receive the communication. This does so many cool things, you guys. So when you get that message and you're the person who sent it, in the future, you're going to think twice before sending me a message knowing that you're not going to get a quick reply, number one. And number two, it's it's a whole thing. Like this means now my assistant is scheduling a meeting with me to discuss your email. And so people are much less likely to bombard you with emails. When it is an email that needs my immediate response and it needs to come from me, not from Rachel, then what she does is she takes a screenshot of the email and texts it to me. Now, maybe you use Slack. I hate Slack. I can do a whole episode on why I hate Slack. It doesn't work for me. My team all uses Slack. I can't. It just destroys my productivity. I don't get it. Love that you guys love it. I don't get it. Okay, so what Rachel will do, and and by the way, that's the other really important takeaway is figure out what works for you. If you're the friggin' boss, then don't try to work around everybody else's methodology or that works for their brain. You're the boss. That's why you had to become the boss because you just didn't fit in corporate America. Now you get to make the rules that allow you to be the best version of yourself for your team. And so my rule is I don't use Slack, but y'all can use Slack if you want to. And when there's an email that I need to see, Rachel takes a screenshot of it. She texts it over to me. I text back to her the reply, and then she copies and pastes and maybe zhuzh it up, maybe does a little proofread of what I wrote, and emails back my reply. From my standpoint, this actually saves me a ton of time. Number one, I haven't opened up my inbox. I haven't seen the five other messages that could distract me. I haven't had to stop to open up another app. I'm just staying within my text messaging app. And I'm just communicating with one person. Also, because she knows my priorities for the day, because we work so tightly together, she knows whether or not this is a message that truly needs to be sent to me right now, or if in fact, I'm in the middle of a podcast interview and this can wait another hour or two for me to be done focusing on what I'm focusing on, my own agenda, before addressing someone else's. Now, as for my personal email, those, those emails that are for ordering items or maybe medical records or, I don't know, just personal communication with friends or family members, I open up that inbox pretty much once a week. And again, I've communicated to everyone I know, every professional or personal contact. I make it very clear right away that The best way to reach me is via text. I'm terrible on email. And in fact, I don't open up my email unless you text me and say, hey, I've sent you an urgent email. You need to check it out. Otherwise, assume that I'm not in my inbox. It's a habit that I broke probably five years ago. And if I had to pick like one thing that has made the biggest difference in my daily productivity, it's this. And hiring someone to do this for you, you can hire someone virtually to do this for you. I don't know how much email you get, but I don't think just monitoring somebody's inbox is a full-time job. I think this is probably something you could pay someone to do less than 10 hours a week. I mean, if it's just Monday through Friday, a total of two hours a day, imagine how much time that would save you and how much more effective you could be if you were never in your inbox. I know this sounds crazy, and I know you're thinking, oh, someday when my company is making X number of dollars and I've got this big staff, (sighs) Maybe not. Think small, think part-time, think temporary, think I'm going to give this a short window 
to test it out to see if it works. I'm going to hire someone, find somebody on Upwork, find somebody on Fiverr, maybe reach out to some of the Facebook groups that you're in, see if there's somebody there who does virtual assistant work, find someone who you maybe is already on your team and you can give them this responsibility. It does require someone who has insane attention to detail trust and understanding of your business and your priorities, someone with exceptional organizational and communication skills. I hope this is helpful for you. If you have any questions, something I didn't answer, or you want to know how to figure this piece out, please do not hesitate to stop by the pod squad. That's where we have a community of people who listen to this show and the Shalene show. You can ask your questions there. It is on Facebook. Just type in Shalene's pod squad. You can join there, ask any questions. Of course, you can always hit me up on Instagram too. I'm at Shalene Johnson. And as always, it is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done.